Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's live. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Oh, welcome into the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local Pick and Save stores on Sports Radio 105. 7 FM, the fan in Milwaukee. Talking high school football, man. The AD at Muskego. Guys are rolling. Uh, it was a lot of fun last night. There's no doubt about that. Man. Madison Memorial, pretty good team, right? I tell you what, some of their personnel, some of those kids on the field, specifically offensively for them, uh, probably more so than defensively. Uh, we're really impressive. I'll be really honest with you. They were really impressive. Their running back was a, a load. Their quarterback uh, was very polished and did a good job of leading. The, the hard part is uh, I just think our offense was a tough, tough matchup for them. Yeah. And when we got you know two scores ahead, Memorial was not built to throw it every down. They're like us. They want to run it. You know. Yeah. So. Forty-nine thirteen final. Yeah. We. I don't. I think we were. Uh, we might have been seven for seven on our first seven offensive possessions touchdowns. Oh my goodness! Yeah, so the the first half went really fast because both teams obviously drove the ball, controlling the clock, kept running. But uh, I think we were three for three in the first half, and then four for four in the second. Hey, let me run down today's show. Ten uh, ten fifteen, Ken Krause from Muskego is going to join us. Ten thirty, Mark Stewart, Milwaukee Journal Sentinel, uh, is going to join us. Uh, ten forty five, Greg Brazel Bragzell from Lake Country Lutheran. Will join us, eleven o'clock. Uh, Dennis Semero. Semero. Yeah, yep. Dennis and I talked. Uh, he's been on the show before. He actually went to high school with my brother John at Saint Lawrence Seminary. That's of awesome. Of all places, small yeah, world. Small world. And uh, he works for ESPN in Madison and does a prep mania. He's a co-host. He's a freelance sports writer. He has been in the Madison area writing for a long time. And when I texted him to come on, it said that Ryan McMillan is my co-host. He went, Wanaki, Ryan McMillan? I go, no, Muskego, but yeah, sure, Wanaki. They had a good win, and we'll get to that one yep. in a minute. At 11.15, we're going to announce the toughest loss of the week. And also be joined by uh, Kelly Clark, who's the owner of uh, Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. She was with us a couple weeks ago, and she's bringing Chef Kayla in. Nice. And, uh, yeah, this, I'm looking forward to seeing them. Had a decent week. Not a great week, but a decent week. And I forgot to order the food. You have till Sunday. And then last Sunday, and I just forgot. And Monday, I wake up and go, oh, and she's coming in this week. So I'll have to apologize to You're her. You're going to hear that. about it today. It's going to be great. <laughs> I know. Jeremy Korth from Menasha yeah. is coming on. I don't know. I don't. I just saw the score. Me too. I did not uh, see how that thing ended. But, 36 35, final, uh, I that's think. That's awesome. Yeah, I can't wait to talk to him. And then we've got a couple other surprises too. We've got a writer from the Valley who uh, just sent me a text that he's willing to. Uh, to come on as well, and we'll we'll talk to him because we want to know as much about Bayport as we can get, right? Right. How much do you know about him? Oh, uh, we know a little bit. 
uh, you know, obviously having some conversations last night after we advanced with uh, various people across the state and, and what they bring and how they bring it. Well, they beat Kimberly. It was 42-28, and I asked a guy up in the Valley yesterday whose son played. His son played at Kimberly and then transferred to Appleton Xavier. Um, and I said, will Bayport get off the bus down 7 nothing or 14 nothing?" He said, I don't think so. You know what? They don't play in the kind of conference that, that Kimberly does, but Bayport's pretty, they're a pretty confident group right now. Right. And uh, to beat Kimberly 42-28, the one question I have, this is the first time I think football-wise they're, going, they're getting to the finals. Is mm-hmm. it not? It is. D- Mosquito's been there before. Yep. Um, d- does that make a difference, do you think? Uh, I, huh. I can tell you from uh, – my own sanity right now and, and everyone else in Muskego, like the first time going through it, it, it can get you. There's yeah. no doubt. It's a learning experience and it's it's not easy. And I think uh I think that made last year all that much more enjoyable. This year we're ahead of schedule and, and we can enjoy it a little bit more on the front end. The template's already set. <laughs> right. You you're gonna if you're you you know what time you're leaving, yep. you know when the pep rally is, yep. you know when all that is so you can just look back at what you did last year and say, why change it? Right, exactly. And we've had those conversations uh, late last last week, and uh, everyone was in agreement. Like uh, the plan worked last year. Let's uh, let's stick to it and, and move the, move this thing forward. Yeah. Well, Bayport, I'll tell you. Um, you know, I've been here about him all year, and you and I have talked about him a little bit. Neither one. I don't think you've seen him in person. I haven't seen I'm him not. in person. But the the question that we had was, is their conference good enough to get them ready for the playoffs? And I think we both thought there was a chance Marquette was going to get them. And then we both thought Kimberly was maybe going to get them. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're still standing. They're one of only two Division I schools standing. Um, Offensively, do we know, do they they, they pound the ball, they throw the ball? What kind of offense? Uh, They're going to be a power-type team coming right at you with play action coming off of that. I think they got a pretty talented uh, running back, I believe, if I remember correctly. Um, and then defensively, they got the Green Bay Packers line coach or ex-line coach right. or ex-Packer. His son is playing inside linebacker who's very active and can come get you. And then they got, uh, I forget the last name, but uh, number nine playing defensive end. He typically plays with their field. Yeah. And uh, he, he's great at uh, bull rushing and getting after the passer and doing those type of things. So we'll have to account for him. But uh, honestly, I think our offense might account for him. Um, more than we probably know in terms of some of the things that we can do to keep a D end off balance. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if – I think it's an advantage for Muskego, especially if they're playing against a team like Madison Memorial might not have ever seen all year in their conference or uh, in any game they played the kind of offense that you guys run. Absolutely. That Krause runs. Yep. And, you know, for people <clears> – <throat> A few years ago, we're saying, look, he needs to change it up. That's a dinosaur offense. And now he's won one, and he's back to the finals again. Right. You know, he's got his guys believing, youth program believing, and they're running the same stuff. How difficult will it be for the head coach at Bayport to get his kids prepared for that offense? I mean, you got to stay disciplined and, and stay with your reads, correct? Absolutely. And uh, they'll be challenged. There's no doubt they're going to be challenged. And it, uh, I think the one thing, going back to your statement before with Coach Krause and the guys, I think uh, Coach Krause's done a great job of recognizing the other positives around him, like the defensive guys and the special teams guys. And he's done it as a collective group to allow his wing tee to be as successful as it has. Um, 
Bayport will uh, will be be tested because they're, they're, you're not going to replicate hiding the football the way we hide the football with some of our fakes and our play actions and some of the other things coming off of our, you know, our belly series and other things like that. So uh, they'll be stressed from a scout team perspective, and they're right. going to have to work at it. And you know, I mean, do you yeah. know the, the other part that I hear from guys that play Muskego is, um, and I've heard this a number of times. They don't they don't look that fast on tape, but then on the field, they're way fast. They, they they have way better athletes than you think when you're watching them on huddle. Yeah, there's no doubt. And I would I would say specifically our defense too. I mean, everyone knows Alex Kern, our running back. If he gets room, he's gone. Like yeah. he's a legit sprinter. You know, statewide speed with the track and field success he's had as well. But Specifically, our defense. Like those kids can run from our defensive linemen all the way back to the all-American safety. Everyone on that defense can run, and you just don't know it until you're you're up against it, and they're closing things down. You're like, wow. You know, and guys like me keep talking about the offense, but you're right. When you look back at, the, I mean, they gave up 13 points in the in the level four game against a Madison Memorial team that had put up a lot of points this year, and you look back over the year. At some of the some of the scores and some of the, you know, they're giving up 10, 12, the, the 14 points is a big, big game for somebody to get on Muskego right now. Absolutely. If you can get two scores on the board, good for you. I mean, Madison Memorial scored with time expiring uh, last night. So, other, you know, it was a single score game, 49-7 all the way until the clock hit zeros at the end of the fourth. And then, you know, they got the extra six on there. But and we faced some some really talented offenses. I go back to you know Memorial was very talented. Uh, you go back to Franklin, who had some explosive kids all over the place, and the future is really bright for them. Go back to McGuanago, who did some uh, unique things and were very good at their system and executing what they brought to the table. And uh, you know to hold those teams down and, and give us time. I mean, you got to tip our hat to the D. You know, um, coaching basketball last year in the sectional finals, we played Bullet Turner and got a running clock on him. And I'd never seen that in all the years I've coached. I've right. never seen the sectional final game go to a running clock. Level four, you guys had a running clock on them. We did. We got to the fourth court. And that's what, I mean, when when our offense starts popping like that, then it's it's going to be tough to beat Muskego. We get up by two, three scores with the defense that we got. It, and, you know, it's not going to – it's – it's difficult to make a run to come back. You know, right. you're going to have to execute in the pass game, and protection is the big key there against us. And, and it just doesn't happen. And well, again, we, we had the mojo going though. I mean, our old line was having fun. They were high five, and our quarterback was loose and just played calm, cool, uh, collected, and he did a nice job. We had some kids making some great catches. Our tight end, we had a little drag pass. He got walloped on the play, and he hung on and another first down and moving the sticks and. So I think the the ball was rolling definitely in the Warriors' favor last night. Hey, nice easy ride for you after the game. Yeah, I was okay with that. Yeah, you didn't have to come back to Muskego in the back to O'Connor, right? Work, right? Nope. No, that's nope. good. How was the crowd? Good. It was great. Uh, the whole home side was filled with uh, the Muskego faithful, and our student section packed the whole deal. And our cheerleading and drumline and dance team were all there. Dance team performed at half, and Madison Memorial filled their side, and it was good. And I thought uh, O'Connor did a very nice job hosting and. It's a great facility. Yeah, and they got that little video board there, so they did some nice things with both schools' uh, video productions type thing. So both schools kind of felt like they were at home, but yeah. yet it was neutral. Did so you, it was a nice environment. Do you know a lot of people work in the game? Yeah, I knew yeah. the, the folks good, out there. They're good doing to nice see job. them again, huh? Absolutely. We yeah. had some great conversations with a lot of good people out there. Yeah. you Well, 
you're the head football coach there for how many years? Eight years. Were you there eight? Mm-hmm. Man, I would have said six. I didn't realize it was eight. Good for you. That's uh, It's a great community. It's a good football community. It doesn't surprise me they did a great job of hosting this thing. Because yeah. that's, you know, they're used to it now. Yep. And uh, the facility, when you got there to when you left, totally different. Yeah, yeah. there's no doubt the Valley changed a little bit. Yeah, it, it sure. changed a, a whole lot. Any surprises to you on the scores last night? I was a little surprised at, um, when I was just checking things that uh, DeForest and Eisenhower didn't score more points. I thought, you know, as you grind things out and then two talented teams get together, but that speaks to the level of defense that both those schools can play as well. And, you know, that was the game Dennis was at, so he's going to be able to speak uh, okay. on that on that one. Um, did the Wanakee score surprise you at all? Uh, not necessarily. My, my dad came to our game, and he had some. He had our, his my cousin over at the uh, Wanakee game because she's still involved with her kids and everything else. And he was getting texts, and he was all antsy at halftime, like Wanakee's down, they're not getting by this one. I said, hold on, just let them get through half. People yeah. got to make adjustments. And it's two new schools; they don't really know each other. Yep. So, I mean, Waxa West had to make their adjustments, too, and I think uh, they prevailed, and they've they've got the ball rolling. It was a hard pill to swallow losing to DeForest, and they've since grown from that, though, in a big way. And some of Wanakee's best teams over the course of history have been the one-loss teams. And so they, they've done a nice job. Hey, that conference needs to get some play now, right? Absolutely. They got two schools in the finals. Yep. And, they're, and both of them are good, and I wouldn't be surprised if both of them uh, take it. But, I mean, they're both going to be challenged. Wanakee's got their hands full of Brooke East and Coach Farley, I mean, those guys are doing a great job right yeah, now, too. I, I didn't even text Coach Farley today because I, you know what? I, <laughs> He's still I just, in Maryland I right gave now. Up. I gave up, man. <laughs> I gave up. I would love to highlight promote Brookfield East. They're right here in our backyard, and uh, they're going to the state finals. And I'd love to talk about their kids and their staff and their school and their community. I already took uh, the interview with the Wausau radio station this morning. <laughs> Hey, listen, I'll be on my own on the other side of the break. I've just fired my, my co-host. And you know what? I'd love to have Bill Young join us, too, but I, I, right. I, I just not going to bother the man. I know he's hey, watching. Hey, you got him once you're ready this year. So and you, I you thank gotta, him for that. That's good. You know, we, uh, we named Brookfield East our, uh, our UW Credit Union Team of the Week, and I went out there and stood at practice for a half hour and handed the trophy off to the boys and thinking that would get me in – you know, get me a call back or a text back from Coach Farley. So so I could not ask him to borrow me $10. I could highlight, promote, and celebrate his team. Right. Can you, uh, you tell him a little bitter at this point? <laughs> just a little bitter. You, never, you just keep pounding that drum. Eventually the well, rock will crack. Yeah and, I pre- yeah, and I appreciate you giving me the Wausau line. That's, <laughs> that's Ryan McMillan right there. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. We're going to talk to uh, – Ken Krause after this. Um, yep, 10-15, we'll talk to him. And then Mark Stewart, Journal Sentinel on the other side of the break. Again, this is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. I'm Mike McGivern, and I've kept Ryan McMillan, even though I want to <laughs> fire him after the Wausau line. Uh, but I kept him. Anyway, we are now joined by the head football coach at Muskego, getting ready. 
getting ready for another run at this thing, and, and he's up at Camp Randall against a really good Bayport team uh, next week. Uh, Coach Crosby, how you doing today, pal? Uh, we're alive again. We're feeling great. Man, you know, I, it's been like five Saturdays in a row get a chance to speak to you. I'm speaking to you more than I speak to my wife sometimes, Coach. i got to be honest with you. Uh, I like those 7 a.m. texts. Yep, I, I normally wait till right around seven because I got to get in the studio to do the Nary show at eight, and then it's too late. Hey, forty nine thirteen against Madison Memorial, um, Coach. You got to be really proud, obviously, both sides of the ball. Um, at all surprised at at how you guys had your way a little bit with them on the offensive end. Uh, yeah, especially level four. I mean, they, they, they had a really good defense all season. Um, I'm just really proud of our kids. We, we had a great week of practice, and we had some good film from the Franklin game. You know, we we, uh, we made a lot of mistakes. That was our fault last Friday. So we just worked on getting better what we do, and they really, really responded. And I thought everyone on offense just played fantastic last night, and uh, it really showed. Hey, Coach, I, and we had uh, this conversation in the first uh, segment, and I asked Ryan this. If, if a team like Bayport has not seen the wing tee at all this year, and I don't know if they have because I don't know much about their conference – if they haven't, how much of an advantage is that for 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 um, Muskego? Do you think? We feel it's a big advantage, and that's one reason why we love our offense because everybody's in a spread, so everybody gets used to defending that. And then all of a sudden, you got four days to prepare for, you know, our deception, our misdirection type of football. And so, you know, when the weather gets a little colder, kids aren't as happy to be outside, you know, mimicking another offense that uh, they're not used to doing. So, we know. Over the last 10 years, it, it's been a huge advantage for us. And so um, I think that had a big factor in last night's game, to be honest, too, as well. You hey, can definitely see that. Ken, the, the other thing we talked about, it was, you know, going back to, to Camp Randall after last year, you know, the template is kind of set. You know, when, when are we getting on the bus? When is the, when is the pep rally? All of that extracurricular stuff that you had to sit down and, and think about last year. Now this year, doesn't it make it a little bit easier for you guys? Yeah, I think that's been a huge. Uh, it's our third year. You know, we made the final four, and yep. we're just used to as coaches and I think players how to pace ourselves. And uh, you know, the back of our minds, this was our goal, even though we, we didn't talk about it throughout the year. And so, um, you know, it starts with Mr. McMillan. You know, he, he's so organized with everything. And last year went so smooth on game day, and, and so we're very confident. And we're gonna, like like the coach said earlier in the. Uh, radio show we're going to follow the same blueprint that worked last year really, really well and um it's a huge advantage without a doubt we're just more calm and yeah. relaxed yeah, but, wait, how, what kind of celebration was it for your team after last night's game uh, did you guys high five and celebrate a little bit and then get on the bus or was it a big celebration because i gotta believe you know bayport not only to go to 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 get to camp randall but to beat kimberly to get there, they might not say that some of their coaches might not even be home yet, you know, that kind of stuff. So, I'm wondering as a team, as a staff, is this just one step to the final destination now that you guys have been there before? I think what one of the things that we're excited about is we get to be with each other for one more week. We have such a special group of seniors, we were just excited that we we, we get at least another week to be together. Um, you get so close to your kids, so. I think that was one of the best feelings we had after the game. That was one of our reflection points, that we get to be together one more week. And I think we're all excited. Again, we're playing a different opponent. 
you know, playing with Guanago and Franklin teams, you see all the time. It's it's just exciting. It brings a different things, different juice juices for the coaches and players to play someone you've never played before. So we're super excited and uh, you know proud to represent Muskego this week. Yeah, and that conference. Uh, you know, it's yep, what exactly. a great conference. Obviously, two schools going to the state finals from the conference with Catholic Memorial as well. Um, Coach, in, in a, it's only you know a few hours after you you get the win, but. Have you taken a look at Bayport and what's your thought on them, if you have? Yeah, I've looked at some film last night when I got home and this morning and just trying to find stuff of teams. You know, obviously nobody's running the wing tee, but, you know, try to find formations or similar similar things that we do. But uh, statistically, you know, you look at their stats and it's impressive and it's unbelievable. So, um, <laughs> beating Kimberly Marquette, you know, obviously in scoring the points they did, but you know, I feel we. You know, I've said it all along. Our defense is the best in the state. You know, and that gives me a lot of confidence going into the game. And um, again, we're just excited to play somebody new and fresh. And so, throughout the weekend, we'll get our game plans together, and it's just going to be a great football game Friday night. Ken, thank you. I appreciate your time. I really do every Saturday. And and uh, um, good luck. You know, you know how we. Uh, for any teams from this area that are up at, at state, including Brooke Phillies, by the way, um, I'm really rooting for. I wish he'd call me back once in a while, but no worries on that. Um, but certainly Lake Country Lutheran and Catholic Memorial, um, you guys in Brookfield East are the teams that, that we root for uh, here. And uh, you're, you're making this area proud, Ken. You really are. And I know your athletics director is really proud of you and your staff and your kids and and. Uh, Hey, get, try to get a little bit of sleep this week, but but get up there and play well and represent us. Yeah, and I appreciate you know you having us on, you know, quite a bit this year because you know it, it, it spotlights the kids, all the hard work they do, and, and I know they're really proud. And so thanks for always you know getting Muskego on as much as you do because yeah. these kids do deserve that recognition, and you do a great job of recognizing you know our athletes in this part of the state. So thank you very very much. You bet, Ken. Thank you very much, and uh, again, good luck next week. Hey, Ryan, let yep. me ask you before we get to a break. I know as basketball coaches, like if if this was me, the first guy I'd reach out to would be Mass Marquette. Say, hey, look, can you come in? Do you, yeah, and guys around here will do that for each other as long as it's not somebody else in, in, in their conference. So this is somebody from a whole different conference, and, and I would think that you know, other coaches, and we do that as, as basketball coaches. Do they do that? Do you guys do that in football? Yeah, it happens. There's no doubt it happens. I think uh... – you know, people don't always share film on everybody, you know, especially there's those conference uh, uh, alliances and things, like as, as there should be. I mean, really, there should be, um, and hopefully people stick to that from the ethics side of things. But I think there's always conversations on just gaining perspective and perceptions right. on people. And because you look at tape, like we looked at the memorial tape, and we felt it was very hard to evaluate memorial and and. We kept hearing about their person. When we got out there pregame, we're like, oh, yeah, yep, these guys are good. This kid's good. And that, I mean, so it's just, but you call other people and gather thoughts, and the more perception or perspectives you can gain, right. it helps give you a little bit better peace of mind of, of legitimizing what you see on the tape and validating your evaluations or maybe correcting where you may be a little off or you may have underestimated this kid or you under, underestimate their, their kicking game and, right. and how good is this kicker and is he not, you know, whatever it might be. And uh, so I think it, it definitely happens. It just depends on relationships and, and connections, I guess. Yeah, for me, it would be, you know, if I if I reached out to five or six different coaches 
and three of them said this kid's really good, and three of them said that kid's he's garbage. He's not any good. Mm-hmm. You can stay off him. I didn't listen to that. But when five of the six would say, "Hey, look, that post player, you, you don't he doesn't jump off the tape at you, but trust me, he's the real deal, right. and and you have to push him one way or the other." When I get four, five, six guys telling me that, Absolutely. that's the stuff that I look at. So, hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to have two writers on. Uh, not at the same time, but Mark Stewart, General Sentinel, is going to join us first. And then we're going to talk to a writer from uh, from up in the Valley. Uh, Brett's going to join us. And I want to talk a little bit about some of the teams up there that are still playing. And uh, we'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern alongside Ryan McMillan, the Athletic Director at Muskego. Now joined by Mark Stewart. He's a sports writer, has been for a long time in this market with Journal Sentinel. Mark, how you doing? I'm doing okay. How about yourself? Right. Um, a little hoarse, but um, well, I'm hanging in. No worries. What game were you at last night, Mark? I was hanging with uh, with Ryan over at uh, over at Oconomowoc, uh, watching uh, Mosquito do a pretty good job of uh, taking care of uh, Madison Memorial. Man, well, you know, they were talking about uh, scoring on the first seven possessions and their defense shut Madison Memorial down pretty good. I I don't know what it's going to take for somebody to beat Muskego, but, man, they're, right, they're rolling right now, Mark. Yeah, yeah. They, I mean, they're doing a pretty good job in, 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 in really all phases of the game. Um, you know, obviously, you know, they're, you know, they're, they're offense. I don't think they, they punted last night. Uh, their defense is has really been playing well throughout the throughout the playoffs. Um, you know, special teams, they didn't have to punt last night, but, you know, even their field goal kicker, um, Shane Dunning, I believe, I mean, he's been having a, you know, he's been reliable when they've called on him. Um, you know, I don't I don't know much about Bayport either, other than that, that they're undefeated, but, um, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to take a heck of a performance to um, – you know, to knock these guys up. And they've been focused. That's the other thing. You know, they've been focused. They were, they haven't been, you know, it, it's hard to go undefeated. And with, um, you know, with high school kids, it's hard to keep that that high level of, of focus throughout the season. And, you know, Muskego's done a great job of, you know, doing, you know, making sure those guys uh, stay, uh, stay locked in. You know, Mark, what I – and, Ryan, I'm going to ask you this, too – What's impressive to me is, you know, two years ago, you got to the Final Four, did really well. Last year, sealed the deal and won it. Mm -hmm. So these kids that are seniors were sophomores and freshmen back then. And there are times where kids feel like, well, this is, we always win. We're a mosquito and don't put the work in in the offseason because they think what is on the front of their jersey should get the wins. And... I had that conversation with Coach Stoltz a few years ago, and he goes, look, that's what's going on right now. We've had a couple of really successful years, and the kids coming in didn't realize how much sweat equity the older kids put in. And so they just thought, put the jersey on, and we're Greendale, we're going to win. That hasn't happened to this group at Muskego. Uh, no, and there's a there's a strong tradition of 
weight room excellence at Muskego uh, long before I even got there, and it's just it's blossomed even more under the leadership of Danny Malachnik, our strength guy down there, and uh, boys and girls, and it's it's growing to other sports, but it's led by the you know the football program obviously. And I think there's just a ton of peer pressure, uh, to be honest. There's peer expectations of each other that this is what we do. And, uh, you know, he, uh, Mark mentioned St- Shane Dunning. He's in there uh, Wednesday afternoon getting after why the other kids were in film. And he was down there with the specialists, and they weren't missing a beat with Coach Damo. And he's working just as hard as the linebackers and the, the linemen and the quarterbacks. And so that, that's been a, a huge feather in our cap lately. Hey, Mark, a couple other teams from this area uh, that are going to be playing for, for the gold ball. Uh, Catholic Memorial um, is, is going to be playing. Uh, Lake Country Lutheran's playing it and Brookfield East as well. Have you seen any of those teams this year? Uh, let's see. I, well, I've seen Brookfield East and um, I've seen Catholic Memorial, you know, at least, uh, you know, two or three times. Okay. Uh, I, 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 have, I haven't had the pleasure of uh, checking out Lake Country Lutheran yet, but um, but again, that's another team that, you know, they, they've got a, you know, a, a pretty good history of just getting the job done. I mean, they, they become one of the teams in the area that, that you really can, you know, you know, you don't want to say rely, but you know, you, you expect good things of them. And, and it, it didn't, it didn't really surprise me that they, you know, that they advanced uh, yesterday. Yeah, I'll tell you where, and we'll have, uh, We'll have their coach on here later in the show, and and it's funny because they they went to Mc, up to McFarland. I got a call from a buddy of mine who's uh, part of that family, and his son is a, is a JV player, and he get moved up and kind of hangs out with varsity right now. And they had uh, like 120 parents tailgating at McFarland before the Lake Country Lutheran game, where they threw some grills out, had a couple of sodas, and and uh, threw something on the grill. And and I said, how do you feel? And he said, well. Look, defensively, they've just been playing really well. And he said the way they played defensively against Racine St. Catharines was really impressive. And if they bring that kind of defense against Prairie du Chien, I think they'll beat them because I think St. Catharines is probably the favorite other than Stratford, who finally gave up a a score. And we'll talk to Greg about that. Hey, I'll tell you this, Mark. when Catholic Memorial got pushed to, to down into into four Division four, it sucked the air right out of the entire Division four group. Yeah, I mean, you know, it, it's um, you know, I mean, it's, it, it's tough when you when you see a team, a program like Memorial, in there. I mean, because I mean, we're talking about a, a Division four team that you know maybe not this year with Muskego, but in that Classic Eight conference, I mean, that's. Um, that's what I call big boy football. Yes, and, I do too. Um, and, and Catholic Memorial is in there holding its own with much larger schools. I mean, I think, you know, to their credit, you know, they a lot of people would be surprised at how small they are. Um, and, yeah, you know, to go down to D4, I mean, there's, you know, there's nothing, you can, you know, they can do about it. I mean, you, you, you play where you're, you know, where you're slotted. Right. And, um you know, all you can do is go down there and, you know, do what they've been doing. I mean, you know, they've been taking it convincingly to every every team they've, um, you know, they faced. Um, again, that, that that was another one of those games that, you know, it just wasn't, um, you know, it wasn't a surprise. You know, I was like, yeah, yeah, it figures. 
Chiefs are up thirty-five nothing right now in the first half. Or, you know, and, and I forget what the final score is. But yeah, forty forty-two seven. So they, you know, they got a running clock like Muskego did. And you don't see that level four very often. Hey, last question: the Brookfield East run. You know, for them to beat Superior thirty-four seven, I think is really impressive, and they get a chance to play a really good Wanaki team that I know Ryan's very familiar with. Um, Brookfield East is is a surprise for me, uh, a little bit, just because that was a really tough bracket that they had to come out of, and for them to to, to beat Superior the way they did, uh, they had to travel all all the way to Merrill, and I know Superior's used to traveling that far. Brookfield East isn't, but for them to win thirty four. Uh, eight was an awfully good win. I, I expect good things from the four teams from this area, Mark. Yeah, yeah. You know, the thing the thing about Brookfield East is um, they, you know, I mean, to me they are a huge surprise. I mean, you know, based on their seeding they are. But if you look at the regular season, um, they lost by, what, two points to Menominee Falls. And, you know, one of the games I saw from Brookfield East was their, their loss to – Brookfield Central, and that was a game that was really deceivingly just the score didn't do it justice. I think it was a it was a two touchdown game, and really it was much closer than that. So um, Brookfield East is just one of those teams where you know again you you just didn't want to see them in the playoffs based off of you know some of the matchups they had. Uh, they got a chance to atone for their losses, and then I think you know heck if, if you if you got a, uh, Ryan Elsis as a former coach is you if if you got a chance to play for a state final berth, I think those guys would have been very comfortable playing anywhere. Yeah. So, um, you know, I, I you know, I, I like what Brookfield East has done this year. Yeah, me too. Hey Mark, thanks a lot for your time. It's uh it's really good to hear from you. I'm sure that come basketball season I'll see you in a bunch of gyms and uh I look forward to that and, and thank you for a couple minutes of your time. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for bearing with me and my uh, and my voice. Yeah, no problem. That's Mark Stewart. And uh, let's go to another writer from up in the Valley. And uh, there's a number of teams that we get to uh, get to talk to him a little bit about. And we're going to try to start with Bayport. I'm hoping uh, he knows a, a whole lot uh, about them. He is uh, Br- Brett Christofferson. He is with the Post Crescent. Hey, Brett, thanks a lot for a few minutes of your time. How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you? We're doing good. Hey, let, can we talk a little bit about Bayport and then maybe Menasha? And, and I don't know if you if you've uh, if you guys cover Keel, but I'm sure uh, St. Mary Springs uh, might be up in your area as well. But can you talk a little bit about Bayport? We don't know much about them down here, and they're getting a chance to play for a state final against Muskego. Uh, have you seen a lot of them this year? Yeah, we uh, we live streamed them three times. We did the live stream game last night against Kimberly down at Oshkosh, and uh, so yeah, I've gotten a chance to see them three times. Uh, uh, fantastic uh, team, fantastic uh, program that Gary Westerman has built uh, uh, up there in Howard Swamico area, and and just a team that uh, is ground and pound, but uh, home run threats uh, every time uh, they touch the football. They have a fantastic running back in Isaiah Gash. His father was Sam Gash, the former fullback uh, in the NFL, and. Uh, had, had uh, geez, I think he had what three or four touchdown runs last night. Uh, they just chewed up a ton of yards on the ground against Kimberly and and and, and a dual threat quarterback and Andrew Thomas, who uh, is probably more run than pass, but he he can sling the football a little bit. But uh, again, uh, explosive speed and just talent at uh, at really all positions uh, on both sides of the football. Uh, defensively, very stout. They did give up some some big plays against Kimberly, but that was to be expected given who they're playing. 
but uh, a ton of shutouts this year. They they play in a, uh, the Fox River Classic Conference, as you guys know. That's a little down. Not uh, I would not put that league up uh, uh, with the Classic Eights and the VFAs uh, of the world for sure. But um, I, you know, we we saw them last year too, and was very impressed that we we streamed the game uh, that they lost to Kimberly in Level Three of State Quarterfinals. But recognizing that their roster, they're all coming back. Yeah, and a uh, very talented team, and we were talking last year amongst ourselves in the office, like, well, this team's going to be just loaded, and uh, it, it's it, that's what's proven to be the case. And uh, a lot of a really impressive offensive line too, and, and, and an offensive line that is experienced and has played together, and that's so key to have that continuity. You don't see that in high school very often, where you can kind of move a line, yeah, kind of a young line last year, now an experienced line this year with some size. And uh, just fast. And really like uh, on the defensive side, Jade Montgomery, a really nice-looking sophomore linebacker. His father is Jerry Montgomery, the Packers defensive line coach. So you know when you have that, that NFL lineage with Gash and Montgomery, uh, they're getting some good coaching probably at home too. Um, and then uh, really like Max Muse in number nine, a defensive end uh, going to Navy, comes from a military family, and uh, really fast. And just I think defensively, assignment sure, stay in their gaps. They close gaps quickly, and uh, it's going to be a heck of a matchup in that Division One state championship. Yeah, I agree. We look forward to it. Um, I'm looking forward to, to watching Bayport. One of the things that was impressive, Brett, to, to me is, you know, for, for them, for what was on the line and who they were playing, you know, you got to play Kimberly to get to the to Camp Randall, the state finals. I think that's a big task. If you're not used to beating Kimberly, you're not used to going to the state finals, that, that that's a big thing to get off the bus and beat a team like Kimberly to get to Camp Randall, so that was impressive to me. Hey, I'm sorry, but we're out of time. I really appreciate a few minutes of your time. I now have your phone, and I do a basketball show as, long, uh, as well as a baseball show come baseball season. So if it's okay with you, I'll keep your number and, and reach out to you during the basketball season. Yeah, call me anytime. We're looking forward to live-streaming a whole bunch of uh, basketball games this season as well, so absolutely. Oh, that's good. I really appreciate it. I'll call you early in the basketball season so we can get that schedule out to people here that want to watch the teams up in the Valley. Brett, thank you very much. Have a good day. You too. Thanks for having me on. You got it. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to the head football coach, Lake Country Lutheran. I told him we're going to get him on time, and I'm not going to be late this time. Greg Brasgall, who... They're going to play for a state final next week against a really talented Stratford team. Yep. And we'll talk to Greg on the other side. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Man, you're causing all kinds of trouble today. Man, McMillan, look at you. Just having fun. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz. High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside the troublemaker, Ryan McMillan. He's the AD at Muskego. We're now joined by the head football coach at Lake Country Lutheran. Man, they are they're rolling. Defensively, I look to get a shutout in level four is a big deal. Hey, coach, congratulations! Twenty-five uh, nothing against Prairie du Chien last night. Your defense, St. Catharines, played really well and obviously carried it over to another another great game. Yeah, thanks, Mike. We're uh, really proud of the way the kids played last night. 
Well, I'll tell you what, they um, to get a shutout level four, like I said, is really almost unheard of uh, today's day and age. Coach, we've uh, talked a little bit about Stratford this year on this uh, this show because last night they gave up a touchdown for the first time all year. Have you gotten a chance to see that defense at all? Yeah, I, I was able to watch uh, both of their films that they sent me. Um, spent a lot of time on it, uh, be honest, working on a little bit of sleep here. And uh, I think that's that's a good thing because you're still playing football. Um, but, yeah, I've, I've seen their defense. They're big. They're, they're as advertised. I mean, the state's obviously talking a lot about the Wisconsin recruits they have and stuff like that. But uh, we'll be ready for them. Yeah, no doubt. Hey, um, when you get to this level and, and you get a chance now to go back and, and, and play at, at Camp Brand, like I talked to Muskego, you guys – the, the, you guys have a template for for when everything happens now, right? Yeah, it's a little bit. Uh, it'll be a little bit more familiar. Like I've I've said uh, before, our, we had a lot of sophomores in that game two years ago, and they're seniors now, um, so they're excited to get back there. Not to where they're like, "Wow, this is where the Badgers play," but but more like, "Hey, this is where the Lightning play." <laughs> so they're they're going to be comfortable there. Um, and uh, yeah, they, I mean, it's what they've been waiting for for a long time. So yeah, we're really excited to to have the opportunity. Hey, Coach, do you got uh, Aaron Bolt and his family still involved in your program? <laughs> you know we do. Um, yeah, Aaron, uh, he works on my Thunder team. He's uh, my head coach on the youth level because he's still bringing one of his kids through. But his uh, his other son's a sophomore uh, for me, and he's uh, he's, a, he's an unbelievable, powerful hitter at 130. <laughs> That's awesome. Hey. He, uh, Aaron is my neighbor, and he always gives me the lowdown on where Lake Country Lutheran's at and what's going on in the small school world. Hey, at one third, yeah, he's, it, he's a great offensive mind. He's he's about the only dad I'll listen to. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I, you know what? My buddy who called me on his way to McFarland, if he's listening right now, because his son's his son's a sophomore over there, I'll let him know that you don't listen to his nonsense. Because <laughs> he, he's a big. Hey, just so you know, his uh, his real love is playing kicking off at eleven o'clock against the Badgers today. If that gives you an idea. And, on who I'm talking yeah, I know exactly about. Who you're talking yeah. About. <laughs> hey, coach, when when uh, with the, the, this senior class, we talked with the head coach of Muskego, and he said the best thing about this is we get to spend more one more week together. And well, you know, it's great that we're playing in the finals and all that, but the fact that we get as a staff to get to hang out with these seniors in this group one more week that that's a really big deal for us. I would assume that's the same for you guys. Yeah, I've I've been grinding like crazy because I mean, as you know, my son's a senior, and uh, my other son's a freshman, and they're both on the squad. But they, uh, these seniors, I mean, my son's been friends with them most of them since they were like four years old. So, you know, to be able to get to state with these guys, uh, it's just been an absolute battle. And uh, just to just to watch them all so happy last night, um, and to have one more week with them, like you said. Uh, because then they move on to basketball, and they just forget about you. But, yeah. um, but to have that one more week is, uh, yeah, it's definitely something I'm treasuring, to have both my boys give me a hug last night after the game and to be able to take my boys to state. Um, it's just been really special. Boy, that's, I'll tell you what, that's really cool. And and I miss as a, as a father of, you know, my son who played all that all basketball and soccer and that kind of stuff. I miss those, those moments. And we've had a couple of them, and – and uh, man, cherish those because they they do they go you you know how quick your your son became a senior you know it, it yeah. goes by so quick and uh, enjoy every moment that you can with this 
Coach, tell us a little bit about what you've seen with with Stratford. Um, a big team. Obviously, they're thirteen and zero. We have only given up seven points the entire year, but offensively, they're pretty talented as well. Yeah, definitely. They're a wing tee team. Um, I always say you should only run wing tee if you have the horses, and they got the horses. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I can't compare them to, like, Muskego or anything. I've never played Muskego, but based on what, what we're looking at, I mean, we've played Amherst in the past, and uh, and they were as physical as Amherst. So we're looking for a game uh, tougher than even we played two years ago. Um, it was interesting two years ago going into that game. They said we had no chance against Amherst, and, and we gave them a really good run. And so we're hoping they say we have no chance again this year so we can give them a really good run. But they, they do everything really well. They hey. execute soundly, and we're just going to have to be uh, perfect in our game. Hey, Coach, so you're a great guy to, to, to ask this. Did anybody else this year that you played run the, one, the wing tee? Uh, versions of it, not at this level, though. <laughs> yeah. So how hard, and that's what I was asking about Bayport. You know, they, they, I don't believe they've played anybody this year that has run a wing tee the way Muskego does. And I'm wondering how difficult it is in four or five days of practice to get ready for something like that. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, there's a, that constant debate. I mean, we run multiple formations and multiple different offenses. People always ask me what offense we run. I don't know. I have no idea what to call it because we do so many different things. So is that hard to get ready for? Or the team that does one thing and does it really well, is that hard to get ready for? So I think that's a constant debate. I think um, some people would say it's hard to get ready for multiple stuff. Other people would say they know what they want to do and they do it really well. That's hard to get ready for. So for us, I don't think my guys are going to get 100 pounds bigger. Um, <laughs> I, I do I do believe we're faster. Um, I hope that's true. I hope we can get off the ball. Um, I know that we have heart, and I don't have to teach my kids that. They uh, they have a firm faith in their their Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, and hopefully that's enough to get us through this thing. Well, boy, I you know what? We're proud of you, Coach. We are, and, and – uh... Like I said, it that community of Lake Country Lutheran is uh, firmly behind what you guys are doing and uh, really supportive. And, and the fact that uh, a couple of these kids get out of school a little bit early next week, that's good too, right? They, they uh, I know you guys play at uh, 4 o'clock on, uh, on Thursday, so it, the pep rally will probably be Thursday morning or whatever. They're, the other kids that aren't part of your program are really happy with you right now. Yeah, I'd imagine. And you mentioned community. I mean, Oconomowoc was phenomenal. Their community to be able to let us play our, our game there. And then Arrowhead's community has been phenomenal, too, allowing us to practice on their field every once in a while since ours got torn up. Um, it's really been a whole city of Heartland thing that, I, that I'm feeling, um, not for the first time, but really strongly, um, that the whole city is kind of behind us at this point right now, helping us out, doing what they can for us to be successful. Well, it's, so. You come a long way with that, Coach, because I remember early on, you know, early on when you were putting the, this program together, there was not a lot of love lost there between, you know, they, they were like, hey, hold on, what are they doing over there? And yeah. certainly, you know what, I'm glad to hear you say that because, again, that that's the way it should be. So, hey, good luck Thursday against Stratford. Um, congratulations on that. Hopefully, uh, you guys, uh, whatever happens up there, it's a wonderful experience for you and your boys. Um, make us proud up there, Coach. Appreciate it. We'll, uh, we'll do the best we possibly can. I can guarantee that. You got it. Uh, Greg Brasgill, the head coach at Lake Country Lutheran. Let's get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to you. You're, you and Dennis have known each other a long time? 
Uh, no, I I mean, I don't know that I know Dennis well, but Dennis has been around everywhere. And, yeah, he and feels the high like school he, sports scene, he knows everybody. He feels like he knows you a little bit. Yeah, yeah he, he probably has run across my dad as well, too, with oh, the refereeing and officiating. He and, said maybe one of the worst officials he's ever seen, is what he said. <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Semerol, who is a ESPN Madison prep guy and freelance sports writer, will join us on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. On Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. It's time to hear from some of the best high school football coaches in the area. That's a lot. Come on. It's the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. All right. Nice job, fellas. Presented by your local pick and save stores. Let's turn it over to Muskego Athletic Director Ryan McMillan. Don't let one play affect the next one. Just learn from it. And the fans' high school insider, big time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver alongside Ryan McMillan, the AD at Muskego. We're now joined, guys been around prep sports a long time, up in the Madison area. Also a, believe it or not, a St. Lawrence Seminary graduate. Went to school with my brother John up uh, up in the Holy Land, in Monk Calvary, Wisconsin. Dennis Semerow. Dennis, how are you? Good. Uh, so that means I'm very familiar with St. Mary Springs. It used to beat up on us all the time. <laughs> hey, Dennis, I think everybody beat up on St. Lawrence up those days, didn't they? Yeah, except uh, except the running with that big hill there. Uh, cross country is a pretty good sport up there. There you go. Hey, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. How did the birthday dinner with your wife go the other night? Uh, very good. Uh, the kids were uh, together, so uh, it was a nice night. And, uh, I had to be uh, nice because uh, next week I'll be at seven high school football games and a Badger game on Saturday. So uh, I have a very understanding wife. Man, <laughs> what, like football. what a great uh, what a great date you, you're going to be next week. I'll tell you that. <laughs> you know what? I'd hang out with you. That sounds really fun for me, but I don't know about how many other people would feel that way. Hey, let's talk a little bit first about the game that you were at uh, last night. You were at the New Berlin-Eisenhower-DeForest game. Um, what did you think of that game? And and any surprise on on um, the obviously defensively both teams played pretty well. Any surprise on the final score for you? No, I figured the uh, first team to ten was probably going to win, and that happened to be DeForest. They scored first. Uh, it took advantage of a fumble on a pitch. Uh, I think it was the third play of the game, and uh, I had a short field, twenty-one yards, and it took them six plays to get it in. So that told you that uh, um, Eisenhower wasn't going to yield easily. But one of it was they ended up with a penalty, and they had, had to convert a fourth and 19 play, a pass play, and then the quarterback, uh, Trey Schrader, punched it in. Then uh, Eisenhower had a field goal go clank off the right upright and then made a field goal, and it was 7-3 to three at halftime. And, and the big thing was right at the end of the half, uh, DeForest got a stop. Then they got the ball to open the second half. They deferred the opening kickoff. And uh, they were able to eat up eight minutes of the clock in the third quarter and score to get a 14-3 to lead. But this wasn't over yet because uh, a couple of big plays for Eisenhower. They got a touchdown. Then they went for two because of their field goal kicker, one of the best in the state, and uh, got stopped. And then it was like watching a college basketball game where it takes 20 minutes to finish off the game because all the, all the timeouts were used uh, – it was back and forth, uh, two interceptions uh, for 
DeForest in the last uh, minute and a half. And we thought, oh, DeForest had a fumble, a recovery inside the 20 of Eisenhower. Oh, sorry, penalty, uh, holding, <laughs> defensive holding, and ends up, uh, it, it was just a crazy finish. But a well-played game. I thought both teams were very well coached. It was old-style smash-mouth football in a lot of points. And defensively, it was everything that you could ask for. I thought the key, though, in that one was that uh, Eisenhower was 5-1 and one in games decided by eight points or less. And coming into that game, the closest game that DeForest had was a 20 nothing uh, win over Reedsburg in the playoffs, the team they'd beaten earlier. Um, I think it was 35 nothing during the regular season. So they had not not really had a, you know, gotten punched in the mouth and they had to come back. And Eisenhower really, you know, gave them all they could handle. But uh, I was thinking it was going to be a Menominee and the uh, Forest, and then Menominee, you know, had a 14 point lead and ended up losing on a two point conversion. So I think it's going to be a pretty good Division Three uh, title game next week. Yeah, we're going to talk to the head coach at uh, at Menasha here in uh, a couple of segments from from now and and. Uh, Boy, what a story that he's going to be able to tell. Uh, that's awesome. How much time was left in that one? Do you know? Uh, no, I don't. Uh, we, were, we were trying to follow um, on the internet while we were doing our game. And and uh, my partner, uh, Jesse Nelson, who's a Muskego grad, by the way, and got to call a title game last year. We'll get to call a, a Warriors again this year. Nice. Uh, he goes, well, and it looks like we have a Menominee to force, just like you predicted, Dennis. And it's up. 14, and then all of a sudden it was like, wait a minute, they're only up by a touchdown. Hey, maybe I called this one too early. Sure enough, he did. Oh, he so did. It must have been within the last couple of minutes of the game. Man, oh, man. Hey, t- let's talk about a couple other teams that uh, that you're familiar with. Obviously, Wanakee, um, you know, for them to, to go to a, the state finals, same year DeForest, two schools from from that conference is pretty impressive. Um your thought on on Wanakee and and Brookfield East out in this neck of the woods, you know they they played a good conference, and I'm a little surprised they got to the finals, but not shocked by that because they're a really good football program. But your feeling on that Wanakee Brookfield East matchup? Well, you know Wanakee again, uh, uh, six titles. I've covered all six of them for Pat Rice. I started with the Capital Times in the early '90s when Pat was an assistant there before he took over. So. Our careers have dovetailed pretty well. Pat's a good friend, a uh, guy I really respect. Uh, if if they could have beaten DeForest, uh, you know, that would have been a hell of a run for them. Actually, the only loss between the teams was uh, DeForest beating Wanakee in Week 9. It came right down to the conference title in the last week. But the Warriors have been banged up all year long, starting quarterback. Uh, they're uh, one of the wide receivers, a game-breaker. I missed, like, seven games. Uh they're starting tailback, who was an all-conference back last year. hasn't played in a minute because he broke his leg playing baseball during the summer. They had a linebacker go down with an ACL. One of their best defensive backs had shoulder surgery and missed the first five weeks of the season. Pat had his third-string quarterback in two games ago when the first two guys were hurt. I mean, I think he's, it sounds like he's doing it with mirrors over there. Uh, he's had a hell of a coaching career. He and Dave Richardson, really good friends, who's the Verona coach, went into the Hall of Fame together. And and I think of um, all the years Pat's coach, this has got to be the best year. Peason, you know, you, you talk about next man, and, and that works in the college and the pro level where you've got talent all the way down the line. Right. At high school, to have a guy come in and for them to be able to fill in, uh, I was pretty impressed. He, he called it before the season started. He said this is the fourth year. 
their senior laden uh, Mike Minnick, their coach, announced uh, just in week nine that he's retiring after this season. So he's got one more game now at State. But uh, I think just one of Key's formula over the years has been, you know, control the line of scrimmage for the Hogs on uh, offense and play solid D and uh, control the special teams. But uh, since they went to the spread a few years ago, now their offense has been a little bit more explosive. They proved it last night. They were down 15 nothing, 15-6 at half, and they ended up with 34 unanswered points and won 34-15 over. You know, you, you talk about the best football in the state. You know, hard to argue the classic eight. No doubt. With, with everybody every year, which is why this year for DeForest and Wanakee to go 1-2 and get the state. Um, it goes back to 2009 when Reedsburg – one division three and Wanakee, one division two that uh, that uh, the Badgers had two uh, teams at state. Hey Dennis, I'll tell you what the um, the fact that that they were down like they were and ran. I've seen Waukesha West up close, and that's a really good, well coached football team. And for Wanakee to be down and then uh, second half take over like that is really impressive. Hey, were did you go out and watch Wanakee when Ryan McMillan was playing? <laughs> oh yes, uh, I was hoping you were going to bring that up. He was a stud, and, and uh, Pat Rice still talks about him. He says, "Yeah, you got to go over there, and my, my guy will take care of you at Muskego." And I said, "Oh yeah, you will. I'll uh, take care of you. Come out to a Muskego game." Hold on, he he used McMillan and the word "stud" all in the <laughs> same sentence, man. Oh yes, oh yeah. He's the Pat loves his guys. You know, we talked about last night in a game. Wanakee had five takeaways, three interceptions, and a couple fumble recoveries. So, I mean, uh, Ryan can talk to you about how good their defense and the Hogs. I love it. You know, Wisconsin, the Badgers. You know, they talk about all their linemen going to the pros and whatever. At Wanakee, the you know, it's if you're an offensive lineman, man, you are a stud there. So, and then the Golden Boys, the running backs. That was, that was um, you. Mm-hmm. You were one of those. Uh-huh. Did you have long hair back then? And, <laughs> I did not. No. no, you never did. Hey, um, Ryan's been telling me his dad's one of the better officials up in that area. What's your thought on that? Who is? Ryan McMillan said his dad's one of the better officials up in that area. I told him that you told me off the record that his dad was horrible. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, the most games I don't even pay attention to the officials, which means they're doing a good job. There you go. And, uh, last night was an offensive pass interference call against uh, Eisenhower, and you could see it coming. Normally the first guy gets away with it, and the, the, guy, the second guy gets caught. Nope, they saw it. They were right on it. I thought it was one of the last night's game that I had was one of the better officiated of the year. But I try to be kind to the officials. Uh, uh, Mike Carr, who's uh, now the athletic director at Oregon High School, is an NFL official, actually. He's working on Sundays. So we, we talk a little bit about you know, all the challenges they have. And I've always learned to respect the officials. So I'm sure if I haven't heard the name or anything, he must you, be doing a great job. Yeah, you're a nicer guy than I am, Dennis, I guess. That's, that's <laughs> the way. That's that whole St. Lawrence Seminary background that you have. My brother John's a nicer guy than I am as well. So, hey, so you'll be up at Madison then for two days uh, next, well, three days if you include the Badger game. But you'll be up there for all of them. Um, man, I appreciate your time. Come basketball season, I'm going to reach back out to you and we'll talk some, some Madison area basketball with you. Yeah, we've got uh, 18 games on our ESPN schedule we'll be doing this winter, and uh, we picked up the Bucks this year, so 
and I worked I worked pretty much all the home basketball games for the Badgers as a statistician. So that's the only way I get through winter. Man, you know, anytime you want to talk hoops or whatever, give me a call. Well, I may need to because I just retired 36 years of coaching. I I'm, I'm going to need a fix, and maybe that's where I get it from from you. So we'll talk some basketball. Uh, once that season starts, hey, I'm really, I really appreciate you spending the time with us. It's good to to catch back up with you um, when we were talking a couple of days ago, and and uh, I'll stay in touch. All right, I appreciate it. You uh, got Ryan, it. Thanks a lot. Uh, and uh, yeah, going for Muskego. I got my two local teams. Madison Memorial got beat by Muskego, and they they had a great season. That tells you how good Muskego is to be able to take them apart last night. Yeah, I, I, Ryan, were you surprised at that score at all? They, I mean, they he was telling us Mosquito scored the first seven possessions they had the ball. Yeah, yeah. it yeah. it was the only good. Time they didn't score when they took a knee. Yeah, that's true. He's he's right. Yep, man, that well, was good. Thanks, Dennis. I appreciate the uh, support and uh, the Memorial boys were uh, had a great run. There's no doubt. Yep, and uh, well, you guys have a great day, and thanks for uh, having me on. You got it, Dennis. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Hey, we'll get to a break. Other side of the break, toughest loss of the week. We got a couple that we've talked about. We'll have to make that decision because the toughest loss of the week is brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness. And uh, you see on the couch, Kelly Clark and Chef Kayla. First time I've met Chef Kayla. is here. We're going to talk to them and thank them for sponsoring this. And we will come up with who our uh, toughest loss of the week goes to. I, you know what? Even though they're not, uh, they're not from around here, I, I got to believe that we're, we're thinking Menominee maybe, right? I mean, you lose it's 36-35 final to get to the state tournament, and uh, they, they give up a two-point conversion to, to, to lose. So we'll talk about that one, Ryan and I will. And we'll, we'll, I'll introduce you to Chef Kayla. And a couple of weeks ago, Kelly Clark came in and, and wanted to bring her back and kind of update you on where I am with this, uh, this journey that I'm on with uh, medical weight loss and wellness, and we'll do that on the other side of the break. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by our local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Sometimes we give it our best. We compete as hard as we can. We give it 100% and still come up on the losing side. Let's take a look at the toughest loss of the week. Brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness Clinic. Boy, oh boy, we had a couple options here, Ryan. Our toughest loss of the week. You know, we, we Kimberly could be one. You know, that's a tough loss for them. They had absolutely had some turnovers, yeah, right? They had five turnovers, block bunt. Yeah, that's that's tough. You know, Waukesha West was up at half and and uh and uh tough second half for them. New Berlin Eisenhower was right in that game with a good DeForest team. But I think Menominee. They lost 36-35. We're going to talk to the head coach at Menasha on, on the next break or the next segment, excuse me. Uh, they lost 36-35 and gave up a two-point conversion, I think right at the end of the game, um, to lose. And and uh, I know they were up 14 as as Yeah, they had a double-digit lead. And they blew in it. the fourth quarter. Yep, late in the fourth quarter, late too. Late in the fourth quarter. So our uh, medical weight loss and wellness – Toughest loss of the week. It's going to go to Menominee. Coach Buddha up in Menominee. I, I was not even going to think about calling him to, to tell him no. he's going to be part of this segment. So, <laughs> you know what? Congratulations, Menasha. Tough loss for the people at uh, at Menominee and Coach Buddha and that group. We're now joined in studio by the sponsor of this segment. Uh, she's the owner 
of medical weight loss and wellness and just you know, one of my new best friends, I got to tell you that, Kelly Clark, it's good to see you, honey. How are you? It's good to see you. Thanks for having me, Mike and Ryan. Yeah, it's good to come back. And thanks for the nice text last time we were talking. You said, man, you're making me, making me cry. Now you're making me laugh with the whole dance party thing. And and that's what we kind of do here, you know? Exactly. I was at Target and I'm like, oh my gosh, people are probably staring at me as I'm laughing and then I'm starting to tear up. So I well, ran out to my car. <laughs> it's, you know what? We I really appreciate everything that uh, you're doing for me. As we talk about this, you can go to their website. It's mwlw-inc.com. mwlw-inc.com. Um, I am, I think week 14, 13, week 13 or 14, I have to go back to look, um, but overall total weight uh, down 83, and I'd lost 35 by myself, and uh, it was actually 45 at one point, but then started letting other stuff come back in, and then got to see you and your team at Medical Weight Loss and Wellness, and uh, 83 right now, and we were talking during the break, I was concerned because it's been, you know, it's been only three and a half pounds here in the last couple of weeks, and you said, no, no, that's good. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. I mean, you just trust in the process. Keep doing what you're doing. Listen to what we suggest. We definitely will tell you if there's some fine-tuning that needs to occur. And as long as you listen to us, you're going to be fine. It's trust in the process. Don't let yourself get stressed out. When you start getting stressed out, your your stress hormones are going. And now it's just it's just a bad situation. So just relax. It'll It's happening. It is yeah, happening. It is happening. Right. I, I agree with that. We're also joined in studio um, Chef Kayla, who I, I get a chance to, to, to eat your food every week. And uh, it's uh, it's Kayla Kashada? Kashadi. Kashadi. I was mm-hmm. so close. So that. close. I'm going to go with <laughs> Chef Kayla. Is that there, okay? That's a lot easier. Hey, so um, when, when you join someplace like Medical Weight Loss and Wellness and they recommend your food. And so my wife and I, except for this week where I forgot to order because <laughs> we always do this on Sunday. We had a lot of stuff going on on Sunday. And wake up on Monday and went, oh, no. Not only did I forget to order, but she's coming in studio this week. And (laughs) and so we will make sure we get back to it because there are some really good things on your menu. Can we talk a little bit of how you got involved in being a chef and doing things like this? Yeah, absolutely. Um, Well, I went to culinary school. I graduated about 10 years ago um, in Chicago. Okay. And right after I had graduated, my sister, Brandy, she's a nurse at um, Kelly's Clinic, she kept telling me that Kelly needed someone to cook for her and her family because she's busy running a business, doesn't have time, but really wants to eat healthy, and but she just needed more time to prep and stuff. So um, I started cooking for her, like family-sized stuff, and she would give me recipes and kind of explain to me how the program worked and what they could eat and what they couldn't eat. And my sister helped me along the way kind of learn what I could and couldn't do. And um, after a while, they asked me if I'd cook for one of the patients who was struggling and he had asked me to make him like a small like five item menu that he could order off of every week and so I did it had salads omelets uh cauliflower crust pizzas um pancakes and chicken fried rice and stuff like that and um so eventually the staff asked if they could start ordering too and then kind of just took off from there and started handing it out to patients and one thing led to another mm-hmm. it's a big business now for you yeah. it's going really well and you don't have to be part of medical weight loss and wellness to order food correct correct so the way i do it is i just google chef kayla and that comes up what is the website um just chef there you go chef and you can go on on that website 
I, how do people that aren't part of medical weight loss wellness, I know how I get it. I, when I go over and see them every Thursday, um, I pick the food up there. How do they get the food if they order it from you if they're not part? There is a few different options, um, and, and people can always stop in on the pickup days at the clinic and pick up their food, and they could even get a sense of what the clinic is, where it it's is. It's a great idea. Um, yeah. But I also have hours at my kitchen, um, Wednesday nights and Saturday mornings, and Fridays we do deliveries. You do. Mm-hmm. And you're located in Pleasant Prairie? No, my kitchen's in Racine. Oh, it is, in mm-hmm. Racine. And so both Oak Creek and Racine, um, you, you you do for all the patients and the people at, at the wellness, um, weight loss and wellness, but, but outside of that, people can order the food. Um, are there favorites? Because I know for me there are. And I'm wondering if, if there are some people that just order the same thing each and every week. The desserts. The desserts. <laughs> it's something that everybody struggles with the most making at home because normal baking rules for ketogenic diets, just, they, they don't apply. <laughs> right. Yeah, I the the one that we haven't tried that we're going to try next is the strawberry shortcake one. I brought is, you a couple. Look at that. Yep. Look at us, Ryan. There it is. Jeff? This is a good Saturday. <laughs> this is a great Saturday. It really is. You got to do this more often, Michael. Yeah, just keep no, talking we, about your diets. Keep bringing us Yeah, food. that's great. We don't, I'm not on a diet, right? You're on a lifestyle journey. Thing. Oh, that's there it right. is. Mm-hmm. You're I a like, troublemaker hey, all day today. I set today. you up for that. Yes, you did. That's a good co-host yes. move right yeah, that's there. That's right. That's a good segue is what we call it in radio. Well played on that. And and you're right. It, it isn't. And the, the, the interesting part... Um, Kelly, for me is is I am I don't have a I don't have a deadline. I don't have a I have to get this done by my birthday. I have to get this done by a wedding. I I don't have one of those. So when you guys ask me early on what is your goal, I don't have one of those yet either. That's okay. No, I I just want to keep doing what I'm doing and and um, I had for the first time a guy that that I saw. I was going to have lunch with a client and I saw him and he said, "Man, you." wow, you've lost a lot of weight. I go, yeah, I got an email when I get back to work. And he said, look, I don't mean to be personal, but are you sick? And I'm like, no, I feel really good. Do you know something I don't know? He said, no, but another guy that I saw a week prior who had lost a lot of weight, I said, boy, you're looking great. You're really working out. Or he said, no, I'm really sick. And he goes, so I didn't want to ask you that, but that that's the first time I've been asked that. So, hmm. I, you know, with, with this process um, and, and the people that I meet, at the Oak Creek brand, so they, when you said, look, they're going to have suggestions, they do. And they have recommendations. Um, they said, look, you might want to stop, you know, stop this for a week and see how that goes. You're, you know, each week, each day you're eating an apple. You know what? Get out of, get off that for a minute. Let's try this and go to an orange or something like that. So it's been really helpful for that kind of knowledge because I, I don't know that kind of stuff. Right. And that's just it. We've we've learned. We've been doing this for nine years and we know how to fine tune. And the, you don't have to do what we do with you can be very different for with anybody else it, because it, it is very well. We start everybody out sort of the same. There is fine tuning that is definitely involved and that is very individual. And we just don't know until we are going along on this journey to see what your needs are, what your where your metabolic thresholds are. Um, there's just a lot of different variables, and that's that's what we're good at. You know, on your website, and this is the 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 sentence that for me and really kind of um, talks about this journey I'm in. When when you when you say we not only provide our patients with a roadmap for achieving their weight loss goals, but also the much needed guidance and support required for lasting success, because guys like me have gone up and down for a really long time. 
And we had the conversation about how it gets in my kitchen, in my head. I says, look, you, you know, you've, you've done this before and you fail. And are you going to, you're just going to fail again. So why are you, why are you doing this? And when we talked about that, you said, look, that's not that unusual, but you have to lean on us. At that time is when, you know, the staff and the team that we have at Medical Weight Loss and Wellness is going to be the, the most important for you. Exactly. And it's it's really about changing your, you're the one who set that that limit onto where your threshold is, where, oh, at this point I get here and then it's just, I can't get past it. Your body didn't necessarily set that, your mind set that. And what we're going to do is work to change your mind because that's all it is. Your body didn't set that, you set that. So we can get through that. We're going to get through that and you're going to get to where you want to go and we're going to, we're the ones that are going to guide you there. Chef Kayla, when, when um, you put the menu together and it changes a lot with seasons and stuff like that, um, you have the, kind of the basic mainstays, the, the coleslaw, right? That's, mm-hmm. yeah. that, that's got to be the, is that the one that people order the most? Um, no, surprising. Other than desserts, what would it be, the pork? Good question. Everything is pretty equal. I kind of take stuff off that isn't up to par with the rest oh, okay. of the items. So we kind of are on a pretty steady. I really kind of on an even I like level. the pancakes. Yeah, well, I those do. have been around the entire seven years yeah, that I, I've been doing. That. They, 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 boy, I say they don't fill me up much, but I really like them a lot. Yeah. And maybe I should try the protein ones. I haven't tried those, but the strawberry ones. Mm-hmm. I man, you, you might try some of this. I'm telling you, it's it's really good. They've got the meatballs are, and I'm really particular when it comes to those. And these are really good. I order them every the weeks that I remember to order. I always, I definitely do. Well, maybe you can order enough so we can have a hot bar here when I walk in on Saturday morning. We can have a little smorgasbord. I'd appreciate that. You know what? That's a great idea. I'm transitioning to basketball next All week, right. so you're out, man. <laughs> See you. You know, David Cooks, start it next week. David Cooks is in. You know, in a couple of weeks and. Uh, yeah, I won't tell him about this so he doesn't make that recommendation because <laughs> unless Chef Kayla would be willing to come in and feed the boys. Every Saturday? Every, no, just once. All we need <laughs> is just because yeah, I would do like, that. do you know why? I would like these guys to, 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 I'm sure that Ryan thinks, oh boy, that food must not be very good if he's eating it on something like this. I would, I would love for them to try mm-hmm. it. My wife is, is, she eats, she loves the pork. That's what is her favorite. Yeah. And uh, she, like you said, she, we do like the desserts. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt she hasn't tried the pancakes, but she doesn't eat any pancakes. So that, that doesn't surprise me at all. How, how is business good? You guys are busy. Yeah, we are busy. Um, I'm glad to see that people are really getting a lot. You know, this is that time of the year where I think a lot of people are like, oh, I'll just wait to the beginning of the next year. Right. And that's like the worst thing you can do. Let's get going. Let's get started. Let's get a head start on it. Like, why do we need a new year to set goals? And so I love that people are coming in and resetting themselves now and not waiting. Hey, I met a girl in the lobby on Thursday. She lives in Grafton. Yeah. And I said, how did you? And she goes, oh, I, I, I heard it on the radio. I said, Allie Faith. And she goes, yeah. And I go, I work there. It's one of the reasons I'm here as well. Mm-hmm. And, and she lives in Grafton and drives to Oak Creek for it. And she goes, it's, it's, it's been great. It's only been three weeks, but I'm doing really well. And I'm excited about it. Last question. Mm-hmm. With Thanksgiving, the holidays coming. I know you guys have some recommendations. Do you see and have you seen throughout the years that people kind of maintain? Do they gain weight? Do they still continue to lose weight during this time of year? Okay, yes, they do. And you know, you know what's funny? So I've been doing this for nine years now, and I'm gonna tell you, 
historically speaking, the most challenging time of the year is not the holidays. It's the summer. Really? Yeah, I think it's because we, we live in Wisconsin. We don't get a lot of playtime outside. And when we do, I think everyone goes crazy. And so I find that the holidays are actually far less challenging for people than the kind of the right around that 4th of July time is when and kind of people we start seeing like people kind of drop off. They come back, but I definitely feel like their challenges are more so in the summer than the holidays. Hey, I'm sorry. I said that was the last question. So when people don't show up for a week or two on mm-hmm. their appointment, you got to you're not out chasing us or anything, no. but you right. You're not going to be sitting outside my house. And I know that that's no. me being, trying to be funny. But then you realize that maybe they're they're they're, they're they've lost focus a little bit. Or they just, it's just, some of them do come from farther distances or they have other life events that are, uh, just don't allow them to get in that particular week. Uh, they're ill, their child is ill, whatever the case is. Um, then we just get back the next week. And it doesn't mean they're off the rails. Um, some it does, but yeah. <laughs> then they come back in the next week and reset. And some they just, some just is a, as a matter of what they can afford come in every other week. It's really a very individualized journey. Um, and it's all about, you have to find what works for you. Hey, I can't thank you enough. I can't thank you for uh, look. It's it's been a really, it's it's not. I wouldn't call it fun, but it's been really interesting. <laughs> yeah. And and the success I'm having. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, I really appreciate it. And the people at Medical Weight Loss and Wellness have been great. Again, their website is mwlw-inc.com. And Chef Kayla Marie, thank you. Thank I really you. appreciate it. Um, I would love to have you back in and talk a little bit more about. You know, the ingredients you use and mm-hmm. how you came up with that. Um, next time we do this, if I can get you back, that would be awesome. Yeah, well, maybe we'll go two segments at that point because, you know, I'll have a different co-host. And <laughs> I'll, I'll have you do that whole table with all this kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. I'm Sounds just good. kidding. It's nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, yeah. too. Thanks. Hey, thank you very much. Thank you for having us. Yeah, you bet. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to the head football coach at Menasha. Te- team that he beat, Menominee. Actually, this week's medical weight loss and wellness uh, tough loss of the week. And we'll see how that happened. We'll talk to, uh, boy, he's he's been on the last few weeks, you know. And Jerry, yeah. he's he's awfully good coach. And for them to get to the finals this year, I don't know if beginning of the year if he thought that they were good enough to get to the finals. I, he told me in the offseason we're going to be better at the end of the year. And he was right because they're playing really well right now. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. So as we mentioned, our toughest loss of the week brought to you by Medical Weight Loss and Wellness was Menominee. And we're talking to the head football coach at Menasha. They were down two scores in the fourth quarter from what we hear. Came back, scored, scored again, went for two and got the win. Hey, Jeremy, it's, it's really good to talk to you. It's like each and every week we get you on now. And uh, congratulations. What a good win last night. Thank you. Yeah, it, was a, it was a tough one. Yeah, I guess. How'd you sleep last night? Uh, you know, I, by the time I, was, I went down, I was so tired that it, I actually slept well. <laughs> hey, was that right? Uh, was there any time left in that game? Or did, can you walk us through the fourth quarter? Sure. I mean, uh, you know, just in general, walking through a little bit of the game, we fell down 28-7. to 7. 
and uh, we, we we got a score before halftime to make it uh, 28, and uh, got the extra point uh, blocked. It was 28-13, and we came out in the second half and had a real nice uh, drive to start the second half. So, you know, those 14 points right in a row, you know, leading up to uh, make it a 28-20 game. But in the fourth quarter, uh, we uh, they came down and scored with about she's about four minutes left of the game and uh we had to go uh we we we, uh got the ball i'm sorry it was they scored with like six minutes left in the game we got the ball and we went three and out we punted to him we decided to punt and not go for it on fourth down and our defense held them on a three and out we got the ball back with 88 yards to go and a couple minutes left on the clock and uh we were able to score with uh, just under 50 seconds left uh, after some big plays were made by our guys, and uh, so then in the you know with with that on the line, we uh, we went for two two points, and uh, Cole Pope was able to uh, run it in for us, and uh, our defense came out, and what was led up to be probably a very nervous final 40 some seconds left in the game, we picked the, their first pass and uh, ended it right there. Coach, that's absolutely phenomenal. How, and I'm going to go back to what Mike talked about a few weeks ago with you, and and he experienced personally when he came up to visit you guys and see your training practices. How much do you guys go back to the foundation and when you started laying that and reminding the kids of uh, the sweat equity they put in to get to this point? Yeah, I think, you know, I think there's, you know, we talk to kids and we say things in different ways all the time and you're never sure when it's going to resound with them and when it's going to start to really click in. And, I, you know, I saw, you know, something in our kids after we lost that first West of Pier game and, uh, you know, and leading up to that, I think I thought we had about 75% of our kids on the right right page and they were, you know, it just takes some kids a little bit longer to trust something and to buy into something and just, you know, people in general. And I think they started seeing how – if we come together as a team and, you know, and, and people always talk about coming together as a team, but I'm talking about really, really genuinely caring for one another, doing everything and, and not putting yourself first, putting the team first, putting others first, you know, and not being a doormat for anybody. But uh, now I think they understand what it's all about. And uh, we've had a big change and, uh, you know, overall uh, the total culture of our football team has evolved. And it starts with the training days and stuff like that and being able to trust one another. Hey, Coach, and, and, and when Ryan said that I experienced that, I did. I, I was up there and watching it, and I had asked one of your assistant coaches, who's the leader on this group? And they um, pointed uh, to, your, to your quarterback, and he's a big kid, good-sized yeah. kid. And they yep. said, he's right there. That's the kid. And I said, yep. they follow him, and they, they go, yeah, it's his huddle, and they definitely follow him because he, he's out here working harder than anybody. And so when he says, come on, it's time to go, these kids go. They follow him. Yeah, you know, naturally that's a position that, you know, you you, you would love to have your best leader at that position. And, uh, you know, and to be honest with you, he's uh, he's uh, he's turned it up a notch in the last four or five weeks, and that's made the biggest difference for our team. Boy, and that's saying something because that's quite a year that uh, that he has certainly been having. Hey, Coach, can you talk a little bit about DeForest? I know Ryan, my co-host, has seen DeForest play. Uh, they're undefeated, awfully talented football team. Anybody who's still playing at this time of the year, 
uh, you can say that about. But if you had a chance to break down much film on them, yeah, we're working at it right now. We're you know we're getting plugging in a lot of data and plugging in a lot of numbers right now, and that's you know that's the biggest thing right now is just trying to figure it out. And he's absolutely right; they're a very talented football team, and uh, you know we got our work cut out for us. Ryan, their coach is retiring at DeForest at the end of the year, correct? Yes, he is, yep. This will so be his these, last game. These kids have been on a mission the entire year. And not only do they have a lot of talent, but they're playing for a purpose. And, and to get to get to state was the purpose. And and they've done that. You, that that's a tough one. To, that, that's a tough team to beat when they're playing for something bigger than themselves. Yeah, and they hadn't been challenged uh, at all really in the playoffs till last night, and they kind of came through that. So that shows they're they're a tight knit group as well. But uh, you know, when you listen to coach talk about Manasha as well, they just they just might have enough continuity you bet. to give a, a DeForest a great run at this thing. I, I'm anticipating a great game at 10 a.m. I mean, that's going to be a little different, coach. You got to play at 10 a.m. in the morning. How you guys? Uh, what's your thoughts on that? I think that's weird. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, what? You know, I always thought it was weird that they didn't have those games at 1, 4, and 7, no matter what, you know, but uh, that's just the way it is, and we don't get to choose that. So um, we got to figure out, you know, just timelines and stuff like that and where we're going to stay and what we're going to do, and we'll get that figured out and, you know, get our kids in the best position to keep things as normal as possible. Well, you're ready for the game. Hey, Coach, last thing, and I'll let you go. One thing in your favor, look, you, when I did this segment for Around the Corner, you said, look, if you want the best, see the best thing that we do, you got to get up here at 730 because we, we right. come together at 730 in the morning. At least in the off season, those kids were really used to getting after it and performing early in the morning. Yeah, absolutely. You know, our first group started around actually around 6 and with our with our mental training and the stuff that we were doing and then they go they, they start working out around seven so yeah you know i'd like to think that uh you know and they'll be going to school all week and getting up for school so it won't be a terrible thing and we just got to figure out you know i never played in a division three game so i'd like to maybe call some people and figure out you know how does that work for them <laughs> yeah i mean are you planning do you know yet are you planning on spending the night up in madison or are you guys planning on getting on the bus early or you, you haven't yeah, we're, figured it out gonna try to i think we're gonna try to work something out where we stay somewhere yeah a little team bonding at the same time yeah i got a tri- i got whatever assistant coach you have to make sure these kids are staying in their room coach i got yeah. i got the perfect trait what you do is if you say you got to be in your room from 10 30 on at 10 35 have an assistant coach put a piece of tape on the door then he can walk oh. by 11 o'clock, 11.15, and one, if the tape is broke, he can knock on the door and say, Where, who left the room? I love it. Yeah, there, I love you, it. there you go. I can't <laughs> you, I can't use it anymore now that I'm, I'm retired from coaching, but that's a really good tip. Hey, Coach, thanks so much for your time the last few weeks. I really yeah. appreciate it. Um, I get asked a few questions about Menasha football since we've had you on, and, and uh, boy, you know, the, I think the world of what you guys are doing up there uh, certainly good luck against DeForest, 10 o'clock on Friday. Thank you. Appreciate it. You got it. Have a good week, Coach. All right. Take care. You too. Good luck. Boy, that, that community's they're, they're going to have a ton of people coming. Now, the, the, the tough part is you could have the whole community come, and, and it still looks like there's not many people at Camp Randall. Yeah. You know, that's the tough part. But, boy, it's a cool place to watch a high school football game. And uh, 
Matt, for a community like Menasha to get there in and, and, and that game last night, I think that's going to carry them a little bit. You know, oh, sure. You're down two scores in the fourth quarter, and, and, and you go ahead and get the win. Um, shows that your kids got a lot of courage, a lot of guts, and a lot of obviously a lot of love and trust for each other. Yep, and they played a lot of football getting to this point in the year, and you know you get on those rolls and the, the emotions of things. So you just stay high and you just give your best shot, and no one's thinking twice about it. Hey, how was that strawberry shortcake from Chef, uh, Chef Kayla? Well, mine was gone before yours. So that <laughs> yes, tells you. yes, yes, <laughs> it was. How, uh, man, what a nice, uh, nice group of ladies that we're in, and and. You know my feeling because we've talked about the feeling that I have for Kelly Clark and now meeting Chef Kayla. Uh, they just do a great job and they care a lot about these people. And that, yeah, I thought I'd have one of those strawberry shortcakes for my wife, but yeah, they're, they're gone. Yeah, no, that, there's only phenomenal. two of them. You had one, I had one. It's not like I ate 10 of them. It was a great pick me up here on uh, Saturday morning, you know, and yeah. just hanging out. But yeah, uh, it's good. You it's know, good the, the cool thing too about them and, and, you know, I was kind of teasing there a little bit with the diet, but they, they quickly corrected into a, a lifestyle choice. And, you know, you teach and educate kids all day long about choices that you make, and there's so many things out there that are lifestyle choices, and this is no different. It's it's refreshing to hear medical professionals out there working with adults selling the same message that, uh, you know, the health teachers in Muskego High School are selling. You bet. This is choices that you're going to make, and you're going to write your own path. If you want to, you will. You keep showing up. Uh, Kelly's going to take care of you. Chef Kayla's going to take care of you. It's not a matter of if you're going to make it. You're going to make it. Yep. You just got to keep doing it. And I got to figure out where I want to make it. Right. Too. You know, I, I I have it maybe in the top of my head or, you know, I don't know. I'm not quite sure. But the cool part for me is I don't have this deadline looming right. over me. I just, I'm just going to keep doing it. And now without... You know, I'm not coaching basketball, mm-hmm. so I can continue to make sure I'm 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 working out and doing the stuff that I have to do. So absolutely. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break, I'm going to ask for some predictions. This is the last show we're going to have together this year, and uh, man, I love uh, I love having you in studio. I, that's for sure. And I'll ask you a couple of predictions. I don't need to ask you Division One, but some other divisions. Cause I'm pretty sure I know who you're going to. Hey, let's get after let's, it. We'll get, we'll get after it. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show. Presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Hey, one last thing about uh, our friends at Medical Weight Loss and Wellness, Kelly Clark, Chef Kayla. So Jeff, our producer, um, uh, gluten-free, and um, it has to be gluten-free. And, and he said, no, nah. I said, would you like to try one? He goes, no, nah, you know, I need it to be. And so I texted Kelly, and I said, gluten, any of these desserts we have here are gluten-free? And she said, they're all gluten-free. So uh, what you what'd you pick over there? I got the uh, carrot cake muffins. Mm. Absolutely delicious. boy. Yeah. Jeff is happy. Jeff is happy. That's... <laughs> now we can talk NASCAR. Yeah, that's the, <laughs> that's the thing. If he can have if he can have gluten free carrot cake muffins from Chef Kayla and watch NASCAR, nobody's happier than than he is. So hey, let's talk about these games next week. Will you go up there at all on Thursday, or will you just go up Friday with Muskego? What's your plan? I will probably. Show up at Camp Randall, maybe do a walk through late Thursday night, just to uh, 
check on things for our squad, right? Potentially. Um, and then, do you, but there's no you, guarantee. We got a girls' basketball game too, and we're celebrating our girls' cross country state champs that girls' game, and so we'll see what happens. If if you're able to get up there on Thursday night, um, will you be able to? Will you have responsibilities as an athletic director on Friday, other than you know making sure that the kids are well behaved and stuff? Will you be able to go watch Menashe and DeForest play in Wanakee and, and Brook East? Yeah, so Friday I probably won't. I mean, I'll get to probably the second half of the uh, D2 game just because we'll probably arrive at about that same time. So I'll probably travel with our team just to help with some of the, the team meals and take care of all the little logistical things so our coaches don't have to worry about handling credit cards and doing all that other stuff. I'll just oh, take care cool. of that for them. And they just focus on football and, and enjoy the moment and kind of guide them where we're going. And uh, – so that's probably will be my schedule right. for Friday, and we'll go from there. Football right. operations. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> and hopefully that you get a raise for that, right? Because you're the game game. Let's come up with the title: Game Day Football Operations for the state <laughs> final. That sounds like a bumper. You should get a little raise on that oh. thing. Hey, let's uh, let's talk if we can. Edgar Blackhawk, um, your thought on that? I'm going Blackhawk. Thirteen and zero Blackhawk. I like Edgar in that one. I think Edgar. Uh, I think their running game is a little bit better, and I think they, they, they beat them in probably like 21-17, something like that. Division six, uh, Regis and St. Mary Springs. Uh, I'm a fan of Regis. They showed up when uh, I used to go to school at UW-Stevens Point, and they'd come down to practice on their way to state, and they were nice people. So they treated me well then, so i got to treat them well now. St. Mary Springs. I, 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 <laughs> the Ledgers, man. Yeah, i, I got to go with Springs. Uh, Stratford, Lake Country, Lutheran, Division five. Wow. Well, if I was smart and I want to keep my neighbor happy, I'm picking LCL. <laughs> yes. Um, but no, I'm gonna, we, I'll go with Stratford just because they're running the wing T, so I'm going to give the nod to them. I'm going Lake Country Lutheran just because I want people there to still like me. That's I'm, smart I'm, all about, I'm all about having people like me, I guess. I don't know. Division Four Keelan Catholic Memorial. I think we're both probably on the same side on this one. Yeah, I tell you, you'd probably be foolish to pick against Catholic oh, Memorial. Yeah. I mean, if we're we're comparing records to, uh, next week Saturday, I'm going to go CMH just to make sure I'm in the game. I'm going with you. I am. <laughs> I'm, that, that one's going to be a push for us. Division three, DeForest to Menasha. I'll pick DeForest just because uh, uh, I think they they have the win one for the Gipper going on for them, and I I got a feeling that uh, you know, and they're a local team that right. can play into their favor a little bit that a lot of people don't uh, always realize. I'm taking Menasha. I am because I saw them it's up tough close pick. and personal. It is it's a tough pick. Look, all these are pretty tough picks. Right. Next two are pretty easy for me. I'm just going Warriors straight down the line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brookfield East and Wanakee. I, look, I'm going to take Brookfield East. I think you're picking Coach Farley over there. I'm just, you know, I'm telling you. Smart pick. I mean, they've been doing good work. Uh, I know, but but uh, I got to, you know what? I'm going to corner him one day and ask him what I've done to offend him. Uh-oh. I just am. Here we go. Yeah, I'm going to figure it out. Nay, I get me all riled up again. <laughs> you know, the, and the thing is, is, uh, you know, it's not about, look, I know he doesn't like doing this stuff. I do. But it's not about him. It's about these kids mm-hmm. and, and all the, and that community and that school. And why, why am I here highlighting, promoting, celebrating Muskego and Lake Country, Lutheran and Menasha, and I can't do one that's 10 minutes from my house? But yeah. I, I got to get over that. Well, maybe if he wins it, he'll come on for you and do some things. Yeah, do doing way. basketball next week. Well, you got to do a little football. In there. <laughs> yeah, I'll do mix a little it football. In there. 
Last one, Division Four, four o'clock, Bayport, Muskego. Obviously, you're going Muskego. I'm going Muskego. Want to key Muskego? D two, D one. I want to go Bayport so bad, but uh, I'm gonna have to go Muskego as well. Yeah, Jeff, you're a smart guy. <laughs> you are a smart guy. You you know we're talking football, right? Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. I just wasn't sure if you, you know ever since the Indians got knocked out. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna go with Muskego as well. I think that whole thing that the, that they were there last year, that they won it, that Bayport beat Kimberly, and I'm just wondering how much they celebrated last night. You know yeah. what? Now all of a sudden you got to try to get up again, and if you're not used to playing team like Muskego, that wing T, they hit you two times, and all of a sudden you're down 14, they're tough to come First back. time in six years that Kimberly hasn't been in the state championship. I mean, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. Hey, thank you so much. I, I appreciate the fact that you know you were my co-host again this week or this year. Had a lot of fun. Thank you. Please thank your wife and thanks your for having kids. me. I appreciate coming in and uh, appreciate everything you do for high school sports, not just football, but you're going to continue to do it the rest of the year as well. So it's good. And your youth sports show. I mean, I don't think you get enough credit on that. You're talking a little figure skating today and doing all that <laughs> stuff. So good for you, hey, man. That that was a hard show for me. <laughs> You're talking about wearing tights and little dresses and stuff. I want to see just... you get on the ice. You keep doing this medical weight loss challenge. You'd be morphing into a figure skater on me. Man, or a hockey player. That, too. Well, I could see that. It's good to see you. It's good to see you, too. Thanks. This is the Wendy's Varsity Blitz High School Football Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.